Have you picked out your Halloween costume yet? Um, I think I'm just gonna do what I what I did last year. Priest. Yeah. <laughs> I you you wear it well. Well, thank you. I will tell you that for sure. I uh I don't always dress up for Halloween, and by always I mean I haven't for a long time. No, I was trying to think of the last time, and I can't think of the last time. I'm I need to be a more fun dad. I apologize to my children mm-hmm. now that maybe someday we'll come back and listen to this. You never dressed up. Welcome to the 23 podcast. I said that weird. With enthusiasm. I'm, I was, I'm okay with it. It wasn't was, weird. It, was, was, it being, was energetic. Thank you for accepting me. Yeah. Hey, this weekend mm-hmm. is October 23rd. I know. That was not lost on me. Ring-a-ling. We just, you know, just point out little 23s all mm-hmm. over the place. I feel like it's really... <laughs> every, time, every time there's a 23, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> Ding. Um, it's kind of like, remember the old school Sesame Street? you know, where they would like have the number of the day. Mm. It's like 23 is the number of our life. So mm-hmm. we just work it in wherever possible. So, yeah. you know, let's celebrate this Sunday where Sunday falls on the 23rd. That's the reason for celebration. Besides the resurrection. You know, there's that too. Yeah. That's fine. Hey, uh, so a couple things coming up this weekend. We have connection point for new parishioners. Yeah. I always love this gathering. Yeah. It's just a really nice time to meet some new people and kind of hear a little bit of their faith story uh, and welcome them to our church. Absolutely. It's very, very cool. And what I like about this too is it gives people the opportunity to hear what we really, in some ways, expect of them mm-hmm. as members of the parish before signing up, right? Like, how many times do we sign up to be a part of something? This happened to me very recently. I, I signed up to be part of a, um, a, group of people that do things in the community i'm trying to keep it vague. <laughs> that's very vague yeah and um i didn't know what the expectation they were just like hey do you want to be on this and i was like yeah sure i'll do it that sounds great and then i found out all of these expectations that i mm. that i didn't know about and of course i want to be the best the best version of myself that i can be for them so you know sometimes it's nice to know the expectations getting into it and uh if you are new to the parish and you've been coming and you've just been thinking about becoming a member, we highly recommend checking out Connection Point this Sunday. You can get to know Father Jeff a little bit better, the rest of the pastoral team. There's coffee and cookies. Meet some new people from the parish. Uh, can be a great time. Good times. And if you want to do that, you can RSVP at 23.church. Yep. You came to your first Connection Point back in August. Yep, a couple of months ago. You were officially connected. Yes. I was allowed to register after that. Yeah, do pas- do pastors fill out a registration form? Uh, no, I think uh, it's called the last parish and have us transferred over or something. Yeah. It's a little more canonical than a registration yeah, form. Yeah, I don't really have to register, of course. Right. He's still uh, thinking about it, folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You but, were you know, installed. Be, that's, right. That's exactly. kind of a big deal. Right. Right. You, you made your commitment, mm-hmm. and we're glad that you mm-hmm. did. Hey, uh, also coming up, we've got some retreats, both for women and for men. Uh, The women's retreat is next weekend, which is always a wonderful time for the women. And uh, that retreat 
unsurprisingly, sold is sold out, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, but the men's retreat is coming up in November. You want to talk about that a little bit? It's November 18th to 20th. It is at the DeSales Center in Brooklyn, Michigan. Uh, so it should be available online. So interestingly, that's also the high school um, ministry retreat. No way. November 18th to 20th at the DeSales Center in, in Brooklyn, Michigan. Wow. So yeah. I'm so, so surprised. So really, the guys and the, and the youth will be up there at the same time. So we're uh, Bobby and I are, and the teams are trying to figure that out. That's uh, great. To make it work and uh, how I might be able to help both out. Um, Actually, yeah, both are coming up. For you, that works out quite well. It does. You can be present. And I think it's good um, for the, the young people to see, like, hey, there's, there's grown men that go on retreat. You know, this is not just a, a youth thing. You know, we go on retreats in high school and then we, like, don't go on anymore ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. Retreats are, are really wonderful. And our men's retreat has a great um, track record, mm-hmm. a lot of great experience, yep. a lot of men that I've talked to, both in my own um, small group as well as others that have talked about like how the men's retreat really formed them in mm-hmm. either a conversion to faith or a reversion to faith or whatever Dep- it may be. Deepening, yeah. 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 So, yeah, a lot of great stuff. So um, sign up at 23.church. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the commercial. Let's get to the podcast now. Uh, working still through the Gospel of Luke, it's coming to an. I mean, we are, we are, we're getting there. the The train station is in sight for the end of the liturgical well, well, year. If, if you look at my lector workbook, there's a you just got a little bit left. just a little bit left. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, Advent coming up around the corner. I've been thinking about all the all the good things that are coming. So uh, exciting weeks are ahead of us. Uh, so this weekend's gospel is picking up right where we left off last week in chapter 18, and we're picking up uh, verses 9 to 14 this week. We continue um, Jesus' teaching on, on prayer, but a whole kind of other, um, other dimension to it. So Jesus addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee took up his position and spoke this prayer to himself. O God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I pay tithes on my whole income. But the tax collector stood off at a distance and would not even raise his eyes to heaven. But he beat his breast and prayed, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. Forever exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. This is one of my favorites. I like it on many levels. Yeah. Uh, it reminds, it reminds me a little bit of a, a meme I saw the other day. It said, uh, whenever I'm late to church, I remember that Jesus says the first will be last and the last will be first. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, wow, way to justify coming in the door late. Mm-hmm. But I also thought it was, but they funny. also then sit in the back. Also thought, it was, <laughs> yeah, I also thought it was funny. Um, let's get into this a little bit. A, a, a few layers here for yeah. sure. First of all, of course, everyone loves the line of the Pharisee, you know, just exalting himself and saying what a great person he is. I'm, I am glad I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this guy over here. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
churches get a bad rap for these types of people. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? I think that that is a, a temptation as that, that comparison. There's different ways we can have a spirit of comparison. Mm-hmm. You know, one is to say, Oh, I'm no good. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not like athletic enough or smart enough or pretty enough or whatever it is. But Fa- that, Father, Father, I want you to know I think you're pretty. I, that was, <laughs> I shouldn't have let you interrupt. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that spirit of comparison can go the opposite direction too, right? Where there might be is that temptation, like, well, at least I'm not doing that. Right. Um, yeah, and just the it's fascinating. He's you know he's saying this prayer to himself, which is really not it's really not a prayer. He's just sort of like explaining to God how how great he is, um, <laughs> you know, uh, which is not uh, not really the the thing to do. He's just sort of listing all of his stuff, and it is it is hardcore. And so it's not like he's making this stuff up, and he he he's going above and beyond in a lot of different ways, and mm-hmm. so. It wasn't in the law to fast twice a week. It was, it was, sort of invited as a good thing to do if you fasted on Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, um, but it wasn't required. Okay, and you know that there were some requirements on paying from the produce, you know, tithing to the the Levites. But he tithed on everything. So in a lot of ways, I mean, he was sort of going above and beyond like the spiritual practices that were. The religious practices that were that were laid out, and yeah. so doing those things wasn't bad. Um, but obviously, that that sort of the attitude behind it, and then um, giving himself just sort of the ultimate pat on the back mm-hmm. for it, um, and then saying like, "I'm way better off than than this guy." I th- I think we do the same thing when we we say, you know. Well, you know, it's not like I've killed anybody. You know, I'm not bad like them. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and is that is that really what we want our relationship to God, you know, with God to be like? Yeah. You know, there are people that get um, very scrupulous in the way that they that they add up. I'm going to make up a, a token system, faith points or whatever it yeah. may be. You know, well, I pray a rosary every day and I make a holy hour once a week and I go mm-hmm. to daily mass and mm-hmm. I haven't missed a Sunday in 3000 years and mm-hmm. whatever it may wow. be. So before there was even mass. Yes, that's how holy they are. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, when we are comparing ourselves and there's nothing wrong with any of those things, right? right. They're all good things, yeah. but it's not like, we need to constantly be comparing ourselves because what do we hear in all of the other parables? Jesus leaves the 99 to go find the one. He mm-hmm. rejoices over finding the lost coin. He runs to the sun coming back, you know? And all those things that we do should be a response to the fact that we've enabled ourselves to be found by God mm-hmm. and coming out of um, our love for God and in his love for us. Um, and to have that, to have our life and all of our practices be, a response to that, not a way of trying to earn it or like convince God of something. And before we get to the the second half of the story, I think it needs to be said too. Like, how many times, you know? Of course, this being a parable, Jesus is illustrating an, a teaching and using this as an example for us. But how, how many people want their innermost thoughts and prayers being broadcast in Scripture for all of eternity for people to judge what you're thinking or saying? Right? Like, I think we've all had moments where we say. But God, like, 
I've done this and I am this. And, you know, I think we've all had those moments where we might sound a little bit like this Pharisee, maybe not to the point of saying, well, thank God I'm not like the rest of humanity. But if we're really honest, we probably have compared ourselves to others at points. Um, And of course, our words aren't being used as an example for people to kind of laugh at and judge on a podcast for 23 minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think we need to be able to see ourselves in this character. Sure. For sure. And I don't think it's lost either that Jesus is using the example of a Pharisee and a tax collector, right? Because let's go to the second half now. The tax collector, who is in that time the bad guy. Sure. And also rightly so. You know, and so it's, it's not like we think of like someone who, you know, works for the IRS or something um, and counts receivable. I mean, they would have, you know, defrauded people, you know, and, you know, jacked up what they're supposed to have collected and, and pocketed it themselves. And so, I mean, this literally is, is not a good guy. It's not just the job that he has. It's, again, his approach to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Pharisees would have been well-respected, you know, Um uh, religious you know leaders and and things like that and so it's interesting one translation is of oh god be merciful to me a sinner is god be merciful to me the sinner like the sinner of all sinners like he just knew (laughs) um what his state was um but i also think it's important to be able to see ourselves in that person too um not that we're the center of all sinners but yeah. to know that we're, we're also in need of God's mercy. Actually, this um, there's a prayer for centuries, right from the beginning of the church, called the Jesus Prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, Lord Jesus Christ, the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. It really comes right out of this passage here, yeah. that it's, it's, a, it's a short but powerful prayer. Um, yeah, just, hey, I know, I know I'm, in, I'm in need of your mercy. And it's and Jesus says that's who comes out like justified, like in right relationship, and and whose side God is on because he he knows he needs God, yeah, and he can't he hasn't done it well on his own, um, yeah. Do you think that in some ways though, and I'm going out on a limb here, there's a healthy balance between both, sure, because I don't believe God calls us just to be really sad about our sin all the time, right? God calls us to live in joy. In fact, we are we we also know from scripture that we were made good yeah. in God's image and likeness, right? Like we were created in in his we are temples of the Holy Spirit. He gives us uh, the opportunity to receive him, his divine presence in the Eucharist. So there's a lot of good within us too and to always focus on ne- our negativity or our sin that can be very demoralizing. Well, it's also not who we are, you know, and that's the other trap is to say, well, as, as I, I've been liking to quote recently, we're not defined by our mistakes and failures, but we sometimes like to do that or say, well, I guess it's just who I am or, yeah. or even the bad things that we do, we just sort of put that on ourselves, but that, that's not who we are. And that's the whole, that's right. the whole point that we're made for something else. We're made for something um, better that we're made good. Uh, and that Jesus came to restore us to that good. Right. That reminds me of the quote. Well, the quote you said, is that from John Paul II? Mm-hmm. I think it was Benedict, Benedict the Sixteenth that said, the world offers you comfort, but mm-hmm. you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Right. Right. And so, you know, knowing that we are to be made to attain a level of 
greatness that through the providence and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we can infect in a positive way the world around us. And it's all the grace of God, you know, working working in us. I mean, all that's God in our life. It's not it's not us. When I use the word infect, I feel like w- over the last three years, we've infection has not become a very good word. <laughs> I, as I said it, I almost kind of like choked on it just a bit, like mm, bad choice of words, puppies, yeah. bad choice of words. Um, so here, a- as we look at both of these characters in this gospel, uh, and we kind of meditate it, meditate on it, I think we we look for the very last phrase to kind of be a nice summary of what Jesus is getting to here, right? For whoever exalts himself will be humbled and the one who humbles himself will be exalted and on time to church. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I think we're, God made us to be exalted. I mean, he, you know, he didn't make us in his image and likeness, you know, in order to, to wallow. Um, like Sarah Irenaeus said, the, the glory of God is a human person fully alive. Um, yeah, he's made us, and that's part of the beauty of it. He's made it, God's made us to share mm-hmm. in his in his life. And so to remember that is is a, is a good thing. And But it's that, it's that greatness, it's that exaltation that does come from God. So if we've exalted ourselves, well, we sort of, we're already exalted, but in a way that's not really life-giving. Yeah. In the end, for us, um, and 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 that has no room then for God. Right. So, you know, this the tax collector, like, he sort of emptied himself just all out, and um, he just knew he he knew he needed help. Yeah. He knew he needed God, um, and so maybe we're not we're not quite to that level, but just that the fact that we we need God and we need to make room for God in our life. I think also this is a good time to bring up like the idea of false humility too. Like, Oh no, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not good at that or I'm not worthy of that. Or, you know, if I were to say, you know, father, I really appreciate that. You know, I think you can be, you're a good listener and that you are, you know, somebody that really, um, takes the time to be present to people and think, and you're like, Oh no, no. You know, there's a, there's a balance between saying, Hey, look how awesome. And I, I am, but we also, I think, need to accept the good things that God has given us. Yeah, in the in the end, humility is just about honesty. Yeah, it's just about about honest assessment of what is um, both the good that comes from God and the not so good that can be um, transformed. And um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 that middle ground because mm-hmm. yeah. You know, pride is just inordinate attention to oneself. So if you say, I'm the worst person in the world, that's sort of also inordinate attention. Like, look how awful I am. Yeah. I don't think you're awful. Thanks. I, th- I, I think you're that. you're good and thanks, thanks for talking me off the ledge. Good and pretty. I just want you to know. <laughs> I'm going to get you a shirt. Good and pretty. That could be my Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> I see fairy wings. I'm not we sure why. Come home. It's too much? too much this might be the one episode we uh re- redo <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't have that kind of time father um good anything from the other readings that you want to you know i'm just looking at the um the beauty of the psalm which is one mm. that we also had recently uh from psalm 34 the lord hears the cry of the poor you know i think we're not talking just about literal financial poverty here but we're talking about 
So his tax, right, this tax collector knew his physical, or I'm sorry, his spiritual poverty, yeah. you know, and just how how emptied, uh, empty he was. And that, I think we can see, too, in our second reading from Second Timothy, when St. Paul says, I'm already being poured out like a libation. So it's, it's that pouring out of the self that the Pharisee, that was not his attitude. It was more like trying to fill himself yeah. um, rather than giving it all over. Okay, I had, to, I had to look up the word libation because mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is. Mm-hmm. It's a drink poured out as mm-hmm. an offering to a deity. Right. That's a new word for me. Yeah. Great. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just interpreting for those that are listening along for the ride. All right. Sorry. Continue. Yeah, so I think it it all ties together, you know, really well because that's about humility, um, and even again our first reading from Sirach, the prayer of the lowly pierces the clouds. It's just sort of a nice image mm. that, um, it, again, it doesn't have to be a uh, any kind of a you know, monetary poverty, but just just knowing our own need for God and. Um, but when we're, we pray out of that petition, it like pierces through the clouds. Well, let's send that uh, in prayer. Yeah. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, God, just help us to remember who we are uh, and the good that you have made us um, because uh, we belong to you and you've made us for that. Help us to never have a spirit of comparison either for for good or for, for ill, as it may be. But help us always to make room for you to move in our lives. Help us always to know um, that Jesus, you said, without me you can do nothing. Um, but we can do all things through you who strengthens us. You can help us to pour out ourselves in love for one another. And out of love for you, help us to know that your love is the anchor in our life. Jesus, we love you and we trust in you. Sustain us this day and each day in that love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm sorry that I called you good and pretty, but I just think you need to be open I'm, to compliments. I'm not, I'm not offended. I was just thrown off. Oh, that's fair. Hey, have a wonderful week, everyone. We'll see you this weekend on the 23rd. There you go.